0: Ooh, baby! Oh yeah! You may be an ambassador. Welcome back to the last episode of No Fucking ZD, the podcast Reddit calls kind of sad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone did call us kind of sad this week on Reddit, didn't they? That's okay. Uh, I love that. That's another like satisfied listener being like, "This podcast sucks. I listen to it every week, and it's not funny." And we're like, we're like twenty-eight or 20, 24
0: episodes in, or whatever. Yeah. We're young still. the podcast is still in diapers, as I like to say. I think
1: it's as it's as good as it's going to get that's true too actually. I <laughs>
0: D- definitely lower your expectations from this point on. um let's talk about we're talking about house arrest today, yeah, we're talking about house arrest
1: and and I, I think that we've got you know more than one guy on house arrest. we do,
0: yeah. Yeah, you're talking about. I watched Janice's the episode <laughs> this time. <laughs> I still have never seen an episode of The Sopranos, but I think I'm doing okay. So I'm gonna far. I'm
1: gonna continue like trying to make time to watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If we can fit it in, maybe. In I mean, if we're podcasts. doing
1: this podcast, I don't know
0: when we're gonna. Yeah, time. it doesn't make any sense. We have no That's time. Um, low key top ten episode, I think actually. Yeah, of the series,
1: super super. I, this is a really really. I had a lot of fun watching it. My, yeah. you know. I mean, it's kind of one of the. F- it's one that i dread watching because like watching tony be so fucking boring It like yeah it it, it reunites you with what's great about the show you know what i mean and it's kind of nice that that um you know the last episode was so chock full of Mm. uh, serious business yeah and it's quite serious we recorded
0: like a 14 hour long (laughs) episode or something like that yeah we'll have to release all the deleted scenes at some point (laughs) with commentary let's do some commentary on that one that we have to do that someday yeah. yeah
1: um (laughs) <laughs> just pause it and be like, so here. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this episode, we get to like, we're sort of presented with,
0: you know, what would the world be like? What mm. what would we
1: watch on this show yeah. if it wasn't for Tony doing this?
0: And the answer is not much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about boredom, but it's not boring. It's still like, it's it's hilarious. It's, a, it's one of the funniest episodes, I think, of season two, or just so far, at least, uh, as far as what we've watched for the podcast. That's definitely the case. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we get a little bit of everybody. Even Christopher makes an appearance back again from the hospital. Yeah, and so we're just, we can just assume that he's okay. Yeah, I think so. Up to, up, up for up for now, at least. Yeah, yeah for we'll now. We'll see. Um, That's the word. But, for uh, now. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's just kind of, it's, yeah, it's like watching our own life on TV, really. A lot of just, a lot of bullshit a lot of paperwork and ins and outs that,
1: and rashes
0: and rashes yeah <laughs> i'm covered head to toe in rashes. yeah me too oozing
1: actually when we took our break from the podcast i broke out in a very serious rash because i had to learn to live with myself
0: <laughs> <laughs> while we weren't doing yes, the podcast exactly we're podcast sharks who can't stop moving yeah exactly um so let's let's get into the richie thing first because that's what we decided before we started recording right um <laughs> and uh Richie in, in in our in our NFZ writers room yeah in our pre pro production uh, pre pro meeting um, I just I, you know I come in with sweatpants
1: and a baseball cap on and mm-hmm. then we, you know we hash it out and then we break and mm-hmm. we get dressed and you know yeah
0: there's a big whiteboard with like arrows pointing all over the place just <laughs> connecting everything together I have a
1: spreadsheet of things we have to cover yeah exactly just to make sure
0: we get it all Richie we start off with I, I love the opening it's such a weird bizarre strange opening with like the dumpster just, I, like, I
1: really think it sets the tone for the it's episode. It's incredible. Things yeah. are things are things are happening. We're back to our hijinks,
0: sort of. Yes, exactly. You know. Um set to I now I'm blanking on the name of the song. <laughs> but I believe it's called Space Invaders, <laughs> I think is the name of the song. Something which, like that. Yeah, which is like appropriate because like we're kind of watching this uh just pile of garbage and invade this dude's uh, this dude's parking lot.
1: I, I love how it's a montage of someone dumping garbage in a parking lot set to like a rockin' song. I know. <laughs> you know great. what awesome. I mean? It's awesome.
0: It's like, it could it would have been like, it would have fit perfectly like in a cheesy 80s movie really if you think like just like the tone of the song. And someone
1: everything. actually doing something though, yeah, like, pretty learn, much. like learning to ski or like learning to shoot pool yeah. <laughs> or like learning to bartend. <laughs> but no, it's the guy just dropping off a bunch of garbage. Yeah.
0: Um, And we, it's confusing at first because we really don't know what's going on. But then of course the very next scene is Richie walking in with some pastries, I think, for the uh, for, uh, for the
1: Zanoni guy who looks like a total fucking creep.
0: He does, yeah. My favorite line of that scene is the dude on the phone saying, you're talking shit to me. Yeah, you're, you're speaking shit <laughs> to you're me. You're speaking shit to me is incredible. I
1: wrote down a lot of the stuff that he says where, where he goes, he goes, what do you suppose you're doing? <laughs> I demand you stop. <laughs> um, and they... They're such dicks to mm-hmm. this to this guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Running an honest uh, business. I know, just a regular <laughs> guy. Dick holes. But yeah. So basically, Richie is. What's going on here exactly? The guy didn't pay enough, I think, or No, 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 he complained. He complained, he right? complained he because
1: it. they didn't they didn't pick up one day or something like right. that. He complained, and he still
0: got charged and refused to pay that. I think. I, or, I or guess. Yeah. Is that what happened? Okay. He got double charged. He complained about that, and right, yeah.
1: and oh, and so he didn't pay, and so they. What Richie says is great. W W garbage back. (laughs) It's very very good. Uh, That's really good mobster writing. Yeah. Whoever Richie hired as a writer for him is really really nice.
0: I think it's all improv. I think that they loosely wrote the script and then just let the mobsters do what they wanted. The real life mobsters. Yeah 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 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah for sure. Um,
1: That's a that's a. That's a great scene. They're so mean yeah, to that guy.
0: I know, poor guy. Sorry, dude. I hope that he got the garbage cleaned up. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of lettuce and like eggplant in that garbage, too. Was,
1: yeah, I noticed that. It's yeah. like why is there a lot of like pretty decent looking vegetables? I know. Over I, that's there.
0: like I remember the first couple times watching this, it was like why are they dumping all this fresh produce on his like in his parking lot, but it's not. It's it's garbage. It's, it, you know, it, but... Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> looks pretty good. Yeah, it still looks. I would. Hey, listen, they shouldn't have thrown all that out.
1: Yeah, I guess like coming up with like a pile of what is supposed to look like food waste is like not as easy as it looks for a a, t- a TV show. Maybe not because yeah. I don't think anyone who worked at The Sopranos like wanted to deal with actual garbage. Probably not. No. So they probably just went
0: and bought a bunch of lettuce.
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what it kind of looks like they did. Like
0: buy whatever you can at down at the store. Yeah, I guess. But if if you've ever been on a set, it's like the most wasteful thing on the planet. You being, mean like
1: the the craft service? The craft
0: services just like full like meals and plates of food just get thrown out at the end of the day. It's like ah fuck it, just throw it out. Like just water bottles that people take like take like one sip out. Oh, and I know. Then throw yeah. it in the regular garbage it's just uh it's for like you know an industry that is big on uh the environment <laughs> on set nobody gives a shit.
1: that happens in recording studios too a lot where like yeah. you know and, and it's like and of course it's out of your control as an employee well yeah as to whether or not you recycle anything yeah so like i've worked at a lot of places that just don't recycle because it's like a giant building and the, yeah. it's the building's decision and they don't they don't recycle And, you know, you always get someone who comes in who's, like, an artist or whatever, and they're like, are you going to recycle this? And you have to look them in the eye and be like, I think so. (laughs) 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 I mean, that's happened to me all the time. I, I just go... Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yes, I think so. <laughs> um, I, I just give it to the guy. Right. And he does with it what he
0: likes. Right. Anyway, this is the, uh, the Waste Management <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> you know, I actually, one time in Brooklyn, and I won't say where, um, but I was- <laughs> don't want to get ticketed. Well, no, I was, at a brand, I was at a brand new pizza shop in this neighborhood in Brooklyn, and I'm sitting there eating my slice of pizza I'm with my girlfriend, and this guy, you know- I hate to say it but stereotypical mobster looking guy walks in and starts asking like you know this like this young dude behind the counter who barely speaks english the guy's just like well who does your garbage asking him all these questions about like who picks up his garbage and he's like oh they do like 250 a bag we'll do 150 a bag and like started the haggling the guy and everything so like and the guy's like
1: look i'm just like he was like just taking, some employee i'm on like a semester abroad yeah. from fucking wesleyan <laughs> i
0: mean honestly he was making like probably six bucks an hour like slicing pizza <laughs> like, dude i don't give a shit yeah um but you know so i i mean i don't know the full story there obviously right. and i'm i'm like going to go into witness protection after this but <laughs> but it seems certainly a little shady um yeah so, that's cuz it is yeah exactly yeah so yeah. this is uh as as they say early in season 1 garbage is the mafia's bread and butter which is um yeah still i guess today i mean i, I mean i, I, I guess so like they call ago. it they call it
1: carding oh
0: right that's what it is like
1: beef is or cow is beef, chicken is poultry, and right. garbage is carting. Right. <laughs> Sounds better.
0: The mobsters are great at branding. Yeah. What can I say? Well, that's the thing that they go to later. Is like the carting, the carting, <laughs> the garbage man's ball. Well, yeah, but <laughs> what's it? What's it actually called though? It's called like the carting something, right? Or oh, maybe, I did maybe I didn't not. even catch that. Anyway, lots
1: of lots of milf cleavage at that one. Oh, it's fantastic. Anyway, let's not get
0: ahead of ourselves. Okay. Here. Um.
1: We're, so, d- we're just we're trying to embody. The, the spirit of this episode, which is where we're distracted by garbage yeah. and the regularness
0: of life. Exactly. We recommend you put this on late at night and fall asleep to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> this
1: is our best episode yet. And you know what? <laughs> Guy on Reddit, we don't think that this is funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, trust me. We're very sad about this. Yeah, exactly. Um, we keep doing this because, like, you know, Twitter has a gun to our head. Basically. Exactly. And yeah, we keep trying to quit the podcast on Twitter. It's not working. Um, so anyway, Richie, you know, that's not the only annoyance that Richie is... Uh, causing in this episode he's also selling drugs on the uh on the uh, garbage route as well which is of course pretty bad for tony
1: it's pretty bad for tony and i really like how tony gets on his ass about it mm-hmm. he just says got any blow yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> it's i mean i think that like in this episode because of the fact that tony is in this place where he he's like canned heat in mm-hmm. this episode oh, because he's time. like sitting in this office like making a fucking like basketball what do you what do you call it? Like a basketball betting table. Yeah, he's making some kind of office pool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, by the way, watching Tony use a ruler yeah. and liquid paper. <laughs> I think that Tony using liquid paper may be like the weirdest part of this episode. Yeah, I know. Um, but anyhow, uh, like, you know, he's he's got all this like pent up aggression. Mm-hmm. And so I think that when Richie crosses him a little bit, like, I think that he would react the same way because, you know, he just ca- came off of this gun thing or this mm-hmm murder thing yeah a little drink, wound up drink water mm-hmm. uh bevel aqua uh but you know so he's he'd probably be being extra careful no matter what yeah but i think that richie like i think he loves getting
0: on richie's ass about it like in a uh, way i think so yeah I for sure he
1: really needs the release and i think yep. that that's why his ball breakings are so well done
0: yeah he's definitely thinking about them in the shower in the morning on the way to the office <laughs> or, like, yeah exactly you know, it's like having the jerk know, store <laughs> <laughs> like having those gonna... arguments with people in your head like in your private moments like yeah. just planning the perfect response to everything um i think he's clearly doing that yeah i mean he's he's bored as fuck and i think that wants some excitement and even even if richie is a huge annoyance it's just kind of like yes i can do mafia stuff You know yeah I mean? exactly and like, not uh, office kind of stuff Um, Richie is also, you know, he's trying to align himself more with Junior, of course, in this episode, too. Like, he's making steps towards, um, you know, uh, I think wanting to essentially try and take Tony out. We'll see that next episode for sure. I
1: do believe that that's the case.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, because Junior's in on the Coke thing, too, which I kind of always forget about. But that's like, because he's, you know, he's an old man. You don't think of, like, (laughs) such an old man being, like, a Coke dealer. Well, he just has,
1: like, money on the street. Richie's probably the one doing the heavy lifting. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, um... But yeah, like so, yeah, Richie's not only annoying Tony, but we see him just like getting closer to to Junior right, and right, like right. really sucking up to him, and uh, and and Janice, of course, is now Jan Soprano, and they're they're making the transition to the, to trying to maybe be like the king and queen of of North Jersey here. Well, they're
1: they're they're doing a good job of it. I mean, I, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll keep I'll keep saying this, you know. I mm-hmm. think that Richie is doing a great job of assimilating. I think that he is ticked off. A little bit by, t- I mean Tony has a couple of missteps. I think with the jacket, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm still mad about that. I think that he's doing a really good job. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. about
0: that. yeah, he is. Um, he, gold star. He's yeah. He he does. I mean yeah. He does a good job on all fronts. Just getting under Tony's skin. Like yeah. I think he kind of intentionally, uh, even maybe tries to like bring up this, you know, like boring shit because he kind of knows that it gets to Tony a little bit um and then yeah, yeah like, completely you know what i mean and then he has that like <laughs> that great like opportunity with junior when junior's hand is stuck in the garbage disposal to like really be like you know like You're
1: flexing yeah. he's
0: like he's coming in like being like the new nephew or like the new son or like the new like godson a little he bit is, to junior he's
1: he's being a good uh, good son in law whatever yeah, like exactly. janis i i don't i mean i was thinking about this the other day could you know, like given how given that we know the outcome mm-hmm. um, with richie Mm -hmm. could Janice be trying to set him up on some level by telling him to go against Tony
0: Uh, possibly I guess I mean he doesn't treat her all that well all the time we haven't seen too much of that yet
1: no and she was kind of like not pumped about seeing him when when they first like started hanging out again in the yoga class
0: yeah but I I do think that she'd be pumped about having power you know i think she i think janice would be very pumped about being taking over carmelo's spot as like queen bee. you know that's
1: totally true and and i think that yeah like i said i think that richie is doing a really good job of of kind of playing the game and mm-hmm. and he's he seems kind of well liked i mean they don't really i mean you know when 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 tony gets back to satriali's at the end of the episode mm-hmm. is richie there no? no he's yeah, not. not yeah but um I feel like he's kind of winning people's respect a little bit, or maybe it's just junior. Maybe yeah. maybe it's just the two old guys, because Richie is kind of an old guy, even though he doesn't have gray hair. Like...
0: Yeah, I guess he is from that like generation. I mean, we don't see enough of the other people in this episode to like to really know how they're all feeling. You know what I mean? It's because it's like Tony, so by himself. So right, right to say.
1: But we've ne- we never see him with anyone else unless it's a sit down. So I don't know. Yeah, it, I guess that's true. Well, I we mean,
0: just don't hear anyone else's cause, like because in the. I, f- I feel like in other episodes, like at least Polly's been like a, a, Richie's a pain in the ass, or at least saying something about like Richie being a pain in the ass. Right, that's so, true. Actually. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I mean he does get invited to the ball, and like him and Janice get to show up. Like he's he's had this like kind of top level stuff, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: really high. Li- Dude, that party looked so fucking boring. I know. I bet there was nice booze there. There's probably like...
0: nice booze and like good like finger food, like good seafood. Good I bet nut. there was good like shrimp walking around that party <laughs> then,
1: like just shrimp walking <laughs> just, just
0: life-size just mil- human-sized shrimp milfy walk- shrimp yeah <laughs> so around. many milfs there though my god so,
1: oh my god and, and and the dancing was so crazy when it gets what, what is it with born on a feeling more than a, yeah more Boston than a song. feeling yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly uh when that starts up and like these people are like fucking getting into it bro <laughs> yeah. like really hard in their sweaters oh, and their fucking god. everyone's wearing a goddamn polo shirt i feel like that that is like a, a really good sort of crack at like how normal people dress in New Jersey, like yeah. like if you think that the mafia guys dress funny on The Sopranos, whenever <laughs> we see a normal person, it's true. Like like Jason uh, Piacosta's dad, wearing his like weird pleated yeah, jeans yep, yep, at yep. Fountains of Wayne, really? like I don't know, like I. I think that like the mafia dudes actually dress the coolest of anyone in this <laughs> I, show, because when I you agree. see regular people, it's like, Oh God.
0: Yeah. Like a yellow sweater tied around their neck or some yeah, shit like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I had to go to that, something like that event and I'm mean, in like 20 years, I'm probably going to be at something like that. But as of right now, I probably would also have some <laughs> the, kind of panic. podcast,
1: podcast man's ball.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That, but when they're asking us for some of that podcast money to donate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So and then lastly, Richie is also uh, you know he's he's purchasing a house. He's moving into the neighborhood. He's settling in. You know, it's it's uh uh it's bad news for Tony and uh, probably bad news for Janice and, and him as well. Obviously, right. Um, so
1: can we talk about Tony's like so? Obviously, Tony has some panic attack issues this episode. Yeah. Um, partially because of his you know he has to like sit still essentially. Right. And he's bugging, um, but he has. A really crazy reaction when they're looking at that house that fucking yes. enormous house it's, like yeah it's incredible i feel like they're really going for it mm-hmm. and richie kind of like he's like kind of poking tony a little bit he's mm-hmm. like he's talking about like like the he's like how big's your lawn or yeah something like the that. walls, the walls. Yeah, they're
0: not sheetrock it's like skim coat or something like that i don't yeah. know what the fuck that means i don't know either yeah i've never been in a house so <laughs> 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 um yeah yeah so yeah, he is. <laughs> Not me neither. Yeah. Since my mom kicked me out. <laughs> that's all. Um, yeah, he's definitely like he's definitely poking at him a little bit there, and it's yeah. That's one of two panic attacks Tony has, or does, does he have three in this episode? No, he has he, he has, has two, two, and then the rash.
1: Is that house hunting before the panic attack at the garbage man's ball? No, that's after. Right, yeah. it is. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, I mean, but I had a question. He when he when he co- goes outside and he's starting to cool out a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and he sees Richie in the window. Like, looking at him, he mm-hmm. goes, oh, you
0: poor bastard. Yeah.
1: That makes me kind of think that he was having a panic attack about his sister.
0: I think that's definitely part of it, yeah. Because, I mean, if I was, Janice... I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, if Janice is kind of like the Livia stand-in, like... It would make true. It would make sense that he would kind of associate the two of them together and that yeah. that would be part of it, you know? Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe underneath it he sees that Janice is, like, totally, you know, just, like, manipulating this guy... She, like, she makes that little dig at Tony that, like, really pisses him off where she's, like, she reminds him that, like, well, it's, you know, we're staying at Ma's house, but, like, as, like, Tony says, it's not our house. Like, she makes that little, you know. I know. And and it's,
1: like, why would you say that? It's, like, so, it's, like, obviously it's not your house.
0: Yeah. I mean, because she's just so much like their mom, and I think that's part of it. She's really materialistic. Yes. First of all. Yeah. And she's also psychotic.
1: So, yes. <laughs> so There's the other thing. And
0: she has new outfits, which yeah. is the scariest part.
1: I know. And the hairdo and all that stuff. Yeah. The, these and last Jan. couple of episodes, the Jan. Oh, oh god. my god.
0: Yeah. She's she actually really like pisses me off in this episode. Like even like it's so cringy when she when they show up to Junior's house and his hand stuck in the the garbage disposal and Just she's like, like, if I wasn't nice that or if I was mean I would tickle you. Yeah. Something. Like, it's lol, like, oh. my wacky uncle. Yeah. It's so and like you know that Junior hates her or at least doesn't trust her so is that just kind of like this is all fake and fucking weird and uh, wrong by the and, way
1: yeah. his acting in that scene yeah. <laughs> he's like freaking out <laughs> about six hours <laughs> he's amazing and and I love that like that I love that Bobby dr- you, you realize that Bobby dropped off you know detergent in that bag that he put right
0: like six feet away
1: yeah they like set this up the entire episode <laughs> where like he's washing a plate and he's like out of detergent right and you're like oh yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> That's life. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but then, like, later on, he's out. Oh, my God. That's great.
0: Yeah. Do you want to, should we just get into Junior? I mean, we'll come back to the panic attack stuff because we'll, yeah. we have a lot to talk about with Tony. Um, we should
1: mention Tony this episode. A little yeah, bit more. at least
0: once. Yeah, he's in the credits. Which, by the way, great opening credits this episode. Really
1: good. Yeah. Did, did John Slattery direct this one? I from, think so. From Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I feel like he's directing a lot of great
0: stuff these days. Yeah, the entire cast of Mad Men directed this episode actually <laughs> together as a cast. Yeah,
1: John Hamm is actually an executive mm-hmm. producer on this one along he with is, uh, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Sechrest, so.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. The opening credits were stunning.
0: Excellent. Um. So Junior, you know, is the other character kind of under house arrest in this episode um literally literally under house yeah. arrest i'm mean, not even kind honest. of yeah. it's quite literally under house arrest he um he's undergoing that procedure at the beginning for sleep apnea or something similar to that um he's
1: why does he need a stent in his balls for sleep apnea
0: i am not a doctor <laughs> so oh, okay I, no, so i don't i don't know i forget exactly what i i don't know how that stuff works to be honest yeah and i don't plan on getting old so i
1: i, I gotta tell you what i don't want to want to do is feel a little tenderness in junior's balls oh boy the way he the way the doctor described you're gonna feel a little tenderness i'm like ah yeah i don't want tenderness near my balls
0: yeah i don't know unless it's like
1: emotional tenderness right
0: right yeah so he's at the hospital and finally after all these episodes gets his ankle bracelet i think this is the first time no, That'd... they put it back on. Oh, they put it back on. Okay. After yeah. he has the Once thing. Once again, I've never seen the show. <laughs> they put it so. back
1: on. Okay. And they. I have... thought it was the first time for some reason. No, no, no. He 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 gets put under house arrest with the bracelet uh, when um, when he says that thing about Nazi Germany. Yeah. And he pisses off that judge. Yeah. Way okay. back. Oh yeah. Um. Way back in ancient history (laughs)
0: last year when we started this season two
1: um (laughs) but basically like so there's that marshall McLuhan joke which is like right some guy like someone in the writer's room want to bet or something like that That, they wanted to make that joke for like years i bet
0: i guess i mean yeah it's it's quite the reach i think even for uh i mean yeah i i I don't know that's that's i think that's one of those david chase things i've heard that like he would have jokes like that where you know other producers would be like nobody's gonna get that joke and he'd he'd be like somebody will get it <laughs> and just, yeah, like, well, somebody did get it. And yeah. So, yeah, and so, yeah, they make the Marshall McLuhan joke there. Marshall yeah. McLuhan's a philosopher who's famous for saying the medium is the message. Right. So, I don't know, I'll read into that as you will.
1: Well, so he gets the bracelet reattached. Mm-hmm. He has this thing happening. I mean, I, I love the comedy between... Bacala mm-hmm. and Junior. at This episode, perfect. we it's just perfect. we just get a good idea for their home life. <laughs> you know, you, you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> what it's like. You know, just day to day between the two right. of them. After all these years, after how all along, these yeah. years, exactly. <laughs> I feel like they just need a cat, I and know. like they'll be good. Oh my
0: god, why didn't they ever do that? Or uh, he has he has a cat, kind of at one point. Well, but...
1: I love what he's. Yeah, well, yeah, way uh, way, way down. Way down, down yeah. I love when he says to when Bobby says, "Why don't you just use the bedpan?" Bobby's suggesting that he use the bedpan, which is hilarious because like who's gonna have to change that? Yeah. Uh, but then <laughs> then Junior says, I'm not a cat, I don't shit in a box.
0: <laughs> it's great. Yeah. They they really struck gold with those two. And I would if if they were ever gonna do a spin off of the show, that's the one I want to watch. You know, I don't yeah. want to watch nineteen sixties, New Jersey. No, it. I want to watch Junior and Bobby just like fumbling around with the remote all day, basically. Yeah, exactly, you know? trying
1: to like decide what to watch.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um, so he's getting the ankle bracelet on and then also runs into an old friend, Catherine Romano. And did you catch like the little godfather like No reference there with the door closing like she comes up to the hospital room before they actually talk oh right 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 she's kind of like peeking in and then bobby shuts the door like someone shuts the door i thought i I think that was intentionally a little godfather moment
1: i think so too i mean anytime you're in a hospital right you're basically (laughs) referencing the godfather right right um i mean at least the first one but like Catherine romano is hilarious for Mm -hmm. a couple of reasons not the least of which is the fact that she always wants to go to like a corporate chain (laughs) diner (laughs) <laughs> She's like, there's an IHOP by the dry cleaner, you know.
0: And then she wants to go to Friendly's. The Friendly's on Bloomfield Avenue. These are places I basically grew up in, so yeah. I'm all. I, I it.
1: remember going to IHOP and actually thinking that it was like a government-run international house of pancakes, <laughs> like like it was some sort of em- embassy or connected th- to the UN in what, some way. Yeah, like a breakfast embassy. Right. <laughs> you know, like like no matter where you are in the world, you there's can go, an IHOP. Yeah, you're in like Mali or something, and right. you can
0: go and you can get like. Ling and Berry pancakes. That's hysterical. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, Catherine Romano and Junior, they, they knew each other way back when. He knew uh, her husband, who was a, who was a detective. Uh, also, didn't Johnny finger bang her or something? Oh, he felt her up behind, behind the something. sons of the sons of Italy Hall. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, some history there, and uh, Junior, of course, is just too proud to be seen. I, I, I love uh, this little game he's playing where he like won't let her see her, see him as like a weak, you know. Medical
1: patient and the comedy of him not sitting in the wheelchair, and when they have to bring over essentially yes. like what is a hospital bouncer, yeah, to sir, like the, the chair, the chair, and he just looks at him, yeah, <laughs> like
0: look like what the fuck, tough it's, guy. It's great, it's that's it's one of the you know, one of the reasons this episode is, is so funny, is, yeah. is that whole thing. Um, his comedic chops are amazing, and he like really he doesn't do anything funny in The Godfather,
1: yeah, uh, I, guess I mean, not, not many, there's not a whole lot of comedy in The Godfather, I yeah. guess, but um his i i mean his comedic chops for me were were like a little bit unexpected mm-hmm. and his willingness to sort of just play like uh like a salty old guy mm-hmm. is just i he really went for it in the role he kills you know? it yeah. yeah totally totally
0: um yeah i uh you know he'll kind of like fight off her advances a little bit but mm-hmm. like as he grows he's just getting increasingly bored being stuck in the house and like can't leave and you know it's it's obviously very similar to Tony's situation in a way right um and i think what i really like about the whole junior catherine thing in this episode is like he'll he'll fight her off the first couple times she comes to the house to see him and then it's not until he runs out of food (laughs) that he decides to call her which i think is really interesting yeah it's like after bobby ate the rest of the food that was in the bridge then he's like all right i need to call catherine over
1: he's and but he realizes that he he kind of likes the company you know what i mean
0: yeah i just think it's funny because you know I there's we'll talk about Tony after, but there's the whole thing about like the distractions that we use to just like not think about the fact that like we're all going to the same place as Junior says, you know, it's just a march to the cemetery.
1: Well, Tony, we, Tony mentions it, too. In yeah, exactly. Yeah, they
0: both do. Um, I think like on top of that, the episode is also kind of talking about how we, we just kind of need those like base Needs like food and fucking, and like a little bit of excitement and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and so I just, I just excitement
1: all f- with Catherine Romano <laughs> <laughs> sounds Exciting. like a great time to
0: yeah. me, or yelling at Richie, or uh, or yeah, um, or hitting on the young little cupcake nurse, as Junior said. Oh
1: God, that's such a weird scene. Oof. How she makes she says arousals and. In- He's like, more since you came around. <laughs>
0: and I, the shot is fantastic. But it really it's like, is. Just like just stays from behind Junior just on Bobby like with the big eye roll and just like, oh my God, Junior, like, what are you doing? I know,
1: but it is like they're, it, it's like they're a couple. He's like, I can't believe you acted
0: that way to the nurse. I know. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so embarrassing. We're going to talk about that later.
1: Yeah. Um, and when Bobby does what Junior wants, he still gets ostracized about it, by the way. When he sends Catherine Romano away yeah. and says that he was asleep, Junior's like, well, what the fuck? You yeah. know, come on. <laughs> Bobby just can't get it right
0: no definitely not poor, poor guy, guy. Yeah, I know he tries though he really tries um but yeah I think that's another thing the episode's kind of talking about like you know just the little ways we use to kind of just like get by day to day because right. it is mostly just fucking boring and yeah. just like ugh. Uh, and a lot yeah it just really comes down to like the three basic needs of just like f- like food and companionship and and something to keep you distracted and so, Junior, when he when he, yeah. he he calls for companionship when he's out of food, which I think is is just hilarious and great. I think it's
1: uh, it's really good. I mean, I think that <clears throat> I think that Junior is starting to see. Well, he's certainly starting to settle into the reality of what his life is going to be like. Yeah. for the next four seasons. Right. You know. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe maybe with that we'll we'll take a break and then we'll Let's move on it. and talk about more about Tony's own
0: prison. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we'll talk about Tony Melfi and uh some other stuff. We'll think of something probably. Probably probably mentioned food in there at some point. I think so, yes. Um all right, we'll be right back. This is no fucking seating. <laughs> <laughs> it's heating up in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rich man's ball. <laughs> yeah. It's a
1: it's a ZD inferno, I
0: think. <laughs> Welcome back to No Fucking Z D. Hope you had a nice little break. I, I did. You're good. Okay, I had great. a
1: great break. Okay. I went outside and screamed.
0: <laughs> um so let's uh let's just let's dedicate the rest of it to Tony. Tony being under uh, his own kind of house arrest a little bit. Um we should touch on some Melfi stuff. A little. Um, okay. But, yeah. well,
1: let, let, I guess we can pick up where uh, the last episode left off, which is he, he beat this charge.
0: Yeah um which is nice yeah that's all it's always good when you're not going to prison for (laughs) the rest for from now on yeah from now on (laughs) yeah
1: uh but you know he he beat the charge which which i think is great Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it's good for him (laughs) um and and uh i love that uh that neil mink is has been like introduced as like the the scummy defense attorney character Mm -hmm. that's
0: like a a nice
1: mainstay right um he goes to see mink yep and mink says what go the speed limit
0: Basically, yeah, yeah. Um, he he needs to just like what's he say to Melfi? He's like trying to like change his business profile a little yeah, bit. Exactly. He has to uh he has to go to one of the jobs that they have on record for him. Um, one of, and-
1: apparently he has he has a W two coming from Garden State Rendering, <laughs> which mm-hmm. renders fat. Like oh really? Yeah, because Mink <laughs> says why you have an office at Garden State Rendering? Why don't you go spend time there? And he, he goes get your ass out of that strip club. That's yeah, one of right. my favorite lines. But yeah. um. He says, you know, why don't you go to Garden State Rendering? And he goes, do you know what burning fat smells like? <laughs> you're just like, ugh. <laughs> Delicious. It's, it's no. like with this little, like, thing that we find out that he has going that, like, never gets mentioned again,
0: basically. Interesting, yeah, yeah. Um, right, yeah, he's told to, yeah, behave himself a little bit just for the time being, you know? Like, he's, been, he's told to get back in his cage, essentially. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and he, he has a problem with it now, but well i was thinking the whole time like is he going to have a problem with it in the future he kind of has like a puppet dictatorship sort of toward the end in season 6 you know and like how do you mean well not a puppet thing but you know he's like insulating himself he's trying to make it so that he's like ruling mm-hmm. like from sort oh, of from, bu- sec- yeah. from seclusion you know what i mean yeah 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 um so is he less mature now that he can't? Is that why he can't handle it? You know, or is it because mm-hmm. is it because he actually has to go to work and like spend time at this dumb office?
0: Yeah, it's probably a little bit of both. Actually, I didn't really think of that, but yeah, he's probably maybe not as mature. He hasn't been a boss for as long. Isn't thinking as long term. You know, right? And he just it, wants to do stuff. Exactly. He he just wants to do what he wants to do. You right. know, and he's uh, he complains to Melfi that he that, you know he can't do the things he wants to do at that time. Yeah. Um, the thing
1: I can't. What does he say? That th- I can't do the things that give me pleasure. Or whatever, right. You know? Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, you know, that's that's the nice thing about being in the mafia is you can just do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want. I think it's basically the point. Yeah. Right? Generally. It? Yeah. It, it, it's generally consequence. For, well, actually, I shouldn't say that at all because <laughs> all these guys get their comeuppance in, in, in some way. But, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like for yeah. for the time being, at least um he's essentially told to be the happy wanderer in this episode and which is something that he said he was jealous of before um but he he, can't handle it he can't handle it because i mean at this right now at this particular point in time aside from richie i mean he he has a lot of stresses i guess but for the most part there's nothing like looming that's going to happen like tomorrow chrissy's feeling better right he's not dying exactly so he kind of is the happy wanderer walking down the street with with no with not a care in the world, kind, you know, for the most part, and it sucks. <laughs> he just hates it.
1: It fucking it fucking stinks, man. Right. He really um, hates it.
0: Yeah, he he has to find ways to kind of deal with that, and we certainly get a sense of his frustration. And well, uh,
1: first of all, he has to hang out with Dick Barone. Right. Dick Barone is pretty nice. Yes. But um, you know, he's a lot better than uh then uh what's the construction guy mazerone he's a lot better than Mazarone. boring motherfucker yeah, boring. He <laughs> yeah he's super boring but uh yeah no dick barone is really cool mm. uh but he's not cool he's you know he's it, hanging out at the garbage thing is no hanging out at Satrials no. or at the Bing. you no, know what i definitely mean definitely not no and it's funny that like satrielle's in the bing the places he likes to hang out their clubhouses basically have each they each have one at least one of those things which is like a huge amount of food or a huge amount of Pussy. Right. You know (laughs) exactly. Um, and he doesn't have any of that shit at the garbage dump.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, he'll get one of those things, I guess, uh, later in the episode. That is the weirdest sex scene, bro. You know what? Did you ever think that that maybe was a dream? I never thought of that till like this time watching it. But uh, like, but I was kind of like, is are you supposed to kind of think maybe that's a dream at first a little bit because it kind of comes out of nowhere.
1: The dog barking. The dog barking. He's like spanking her ass. the Phones (laughs) ringing. It's fucking
0: wild. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think it is. I think it's reality, but for the first it time today, be, I it was watching it. could be a
1: dream, it. actually. For,
0: for the first time ever, I was watching it today. <laughs> Literally the first time I've, I've ever seen the, the series at all. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that maybe this entire thing is a dream, even this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this, this is like an elaborate David Chase dream <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, how do you know? Um, but yeah, Tony, uh, it's, it's rough for him to, to, to sit still and, uh, right, right. to just look out the window you know, I, I think that the serve somebody song is kind of a nice little joke because like, well, he didn't have to serve prison time. He sort of has to serve this house arrest time right now. So, right. So you, you, you can't get off scot-free. Exactly. You gotta, something's got to go.
1: Well, and I love how he's bored at home. Oh, first of all, actually, I don't know if anyone else caught this but um, or is actually entertained by any of this at all, including this podcast.
0: If you're still listening, yeah. yeah
1: um, but, uh, you know, that scene where he's looking out the window, I think it's mm-hmm. like right after he has the meeting with Mink
0: it's close uh, yeah
1: he's looking out the window and carmella goes what are you doing and it ma- it totally made me think of the scene that he ha- where he has a- has the dream that he's staring at um what's her name the kuzumano's oh uh, yeah uh, house guest isabella isabella right and he goes yeah, true. And, and he says like With a lot of conviction, nothing, just looking out the window. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I don't care, (laughs) you know, like, and just like, see ya. Yeah. And uh, then he sits down and treats himself to a nice ice cream pop while he's just listening to some Bobby D. (laughs) It's a good looking, I mean, but he sits down, (laughs) the look on his face while he's like reading Waste News. I know. He's like,
0: this is what I have to do, yeah. Why didn't I go to college? I know. (laughs) For longer, I guess. I could have been a varsity player. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, he he it's 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 tough for him it's really tough it's for tough him to, to st- watch man it's, it is tough to watch yeah and but they you know that's another way that the show's like just super lifelike because we all have days like that you know and and uh, sucks man yeah i guess there's probably some connection to the medium is the message thing there with marshall McLuhan. like it's like there's no plot to this episode it's just kind of like yeah people get bored sometimes and you're just kind of watching it, you know. You get
1: bored at times watching it, but also like, I mean, we'll get to this. But the satisfaction of the final
0: scene is mm-hmm. like, ugh. totally. It's yeah. so good. Totally. It just
1: makes you feel great.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, so he is having he's having trouble with it, and he he talks to Melfi about you know, like you you can hear his 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 depression come out, his mother's depression come out, Junior's depression come out in that Melfi scene.
1: He's just Where, angry. He's not able to like, be as compulsive as he is usually.
0: Yeah, that's... Of course, that's very true. I mean, I think that and he pretty
1: much just overtly says that, like, I can't do the things that bring me joy.
0: Right, which, you know, like, fucking eating, asi- fighting, asi- Yeah, you know? well,
1: yeah, aside from... Yeah, exactly. Uh, he likes to be mischievous. He likes right. to get into trouble.
0: Well, because it's all kind of you know this this whole season and then i think even the whole show is just sort of about this the it again comes back to the whole like regularness of life thing that like we all struggle with but these guys seem to especially struggle with cuz they've i guess seen the other you know the other side where it's like, yeah. like just do whatever the fuck you want you know like well i
1: guess this is also like a time capsule of the pre-netflix world i guess you that's know, what I, mean, you know what I mean if like, this
0: episode came out today it'd be him just like mowing down a show yeah, on Netflix. yeah just watching orange <laughs> is the new black being like this isn't what it's like at all <laughs> <laughs> you know? that's very true
1: i mean come on like get him an apple tv set it up in the, uh, in the in uh, the the old office
0: there exactly so he doesn't, so he doesn't have to bang connie de that's hysterical yeah um, so, he's, so he's bored in the office. He's bored in the office. Um, and, yeah, I think that, like, as, as simple as that is, it, like, really, like, kind of speaks to what the show's about in a lot of ways, you know? Like, it's just kind of, like... Day by day, not a lot changes, not a lot happens. And like when we get any moment of excitement in any way, yeah. it's just like it, you know, it's like, oh, my God, this it makes things seem bigger than they are and then well, more exciting than they are or, or, or whatever it is. But
1: I, I, I think it. that Tony long term just feels a lack of like narrative and a lack of identity. He's like undefined in this episode mm-hmm. because you know, like he doesn't really have any, he's, he's an outsider in this company that he has by the nutsack. Now mm-hmm. he sort of needs them to like have him in there and kind of bring him in so that he can, you know, be sort of covered by Barone sanitation, you mm-hmm. know? Cause like at some point they busted out Barone or something, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what like, there's no other way. He didn't like buy into Barone sanitation, you know? Right. He yeah. had someone by the balls and he said, now I'm in it. And now, you know, he's got Dick Barone being all nice to him and stuff like that. Yeah. And he also plays it really well. I'm impressed by Dick Barone because, you know, he says, like, like Tony's been out in the field. He's going to come and meet. He's going to come, you know, he's been right. in for a while. It's really seamless. But Tony is, like, the new guy. for the f- Like, we never see That's him interesting. in yeah. this sort of situation where he's, like, not big man on campus. Yes. He's out of place. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Not Connie was like, Can I get you anything? You're kind of just like fucking sitting there, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? No,
0: I'm gonna go home soon. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long day of the office. It's been a
1: long day. It's like he's like a he does like a George Costanza. Like he just Basically. sits there and like all day. Yeah. Has like maybe sleeps, has lunch. Certainly has lunch. Yes. Um I'm reminded of the scene. In season six, in "Live Free or Die," mm-hmm. where uh, Vito is like Vito checking has the the, the voiceover yeah. checking yeah. the clock, and that th- everybody save has it. that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> save it. And all, and also in that scene, how he mentions the fact that Jim made him multiple sandwiches for lunch, not just a sandwich. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot that detail. Think, I of those sa- think of those
1: sandwiches Jim made.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: That implies there's more than one sandwich that's waiting great. for him. I, mean, in his I don't remember backpack. that at all. Uh, so. He's bored. I like He's, watching him use whiteout too. Yes. I mentioned that.
0: But. He's one of us, basically, which makes me feel really bad about <laughs> about life in general.
1: It sucks. Like, it totally sucks. But Dick Barone yeah. seems to like enjoy. I mean, like the well, thing is, when he goes to the garbage man's ball, he sees. <laughs> and I love the way that Richie says that. I know. When he goes to the garbage man's ball. You know, he sees people are truly, like, passionate about this stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like Melfi says when he's saying, when Tony's complaining about how it's all it's all just a series of distractions until we die, Melfi says something to the, something, something to the effect of, uh, well, some people just take the simple pleasure of, like, getting something done.
1: People who aren't depressed and well, who can yeah. actually stand themselves, I think. I,
0: I guess so, yeah, because, I mean, you know, like, there is something to be said for just, like, being pretty good at your job and just, like, doing a good job, like, cleaning up after yourself at the end of the day and then just going home and feeling like, I did it today. You know what I mean. Like, I did it, and I'm holding it together. Yeah, I'm I have like... good habits. You know, there's a. Uh, I'm reminded of um, what's his name, Stan from Mad Men, from the series finale of Mad Men. So spoiler here, but not a huge one, where he's talking to Peggy, and he's just like, "Listen, I'm just good at my job, and I'm satisfied with that." You know, some people feel like that, and yeah, and totally. That's, and that's nice, actually. And I think you know, one of the. One of the real central questions of the show is like, well, isn't there just a little more, you know, like, like I have all this stuff, but why can't I just have like a little bit more? And I, I think um, that
1: I can relate in, in terms of like the creative temperament. Like, I think that it's really easy, like, like if even if you find success to just be like, oh, man, like, I, well, I wish I was working on this other thing or like, right, you yeah. know, like, oh, this is, you know. But the, it, it's tempting, but you can't do that. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. yeah and look I, at
0: it like, oh, they're getting real satisfaction out of whatever they're doing. Right. Know, or yeah. Or
1: if or if if there was just like this one variable switched for me, then I would be like truly like right. open and positive. Right. And I think that this is something that Tony just like does not know how to do at all.
0: He doesn't and also like he makes the mistake of kind of thinking, I like, I've thought about this before, kind of like, you know, if you, you get your dream house, like you still have to like do upkeep on it you know what i mean like there's this kind of like fucking sucks yeah there's this kind of false idea in a lot of our heads that like if i just like had that one thing if i just had that one that house that i've always wanted or the car that i've always wanted like everything would fall into place like you're saying you know but like it still requires some kind of work and effort and that's one of the things that like the mob guys don't really want to put any of that into what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, true. Everything comes so easy to them.
1: Well, and they're also compulsive. That's the thing. Right. Like if I could just compulsively like eat and fuck all day, Mm -hmm. it might be a little bit easier for me not to have goals. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But like
0: anything more ambitious than that. Right. But
1: I think that like the mobster mentality that these guys have is like really visceral and it's like it's like all id, you know, it's all like Mm. killing and fucking and they can just follow that. And they don't have to, like, they're not, they're really immature in this way where they, like, kind of can't sit still. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is something that we see with Anthony Jr. a lot. And by the way, he thank pitches. God, no meadow this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, this is something that we see with Anthony Jr. moving forward is that, like, he can't manage to, like, focus or commit to anything either. Mm. And I think that this is something that, like, you know, you could say that Tony is focused and committed to being a mobster. Yeah. Well, but I think in general, he doesn't have a really good, uh, sort of sense of commitment or the ability to like really put time and effort into like an actual
0: accomplishment yeah, like a long term one yeah one that doesn't just like net you you know $850,000 from a coke dealer right away or, yeah. or whatever it is, you know. Anyway. By the way,
1: if you want to do one of those,
0: I'll I'll just do I it. I would like, happily do that. Just idea. do it once. I mean, we'll do it once, <laughs> we'll turn it into something, we'll make it legit, right? I mean, yeah. you know. Just keep live off the juice, keep it spinning. <laughs> Next week we're just going to be like talking a mile a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah, I mean, it's uh you know, when they're robbing the bank or robbing the um this safe a couple episodes ago Christopher, right. Matt and Sean and and Christopher makes that comment like can you believe can you imagine coming to this office like every single day for the rest of your life like right. that really scares the shit out of these guys and uh, and 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 it's we're seeing how it affects Tony in this episode because um, you know you can see like he probably would be I, I do think he's a good mobster, for sure. Right. He's good at what he does. Um, and he probably would be good at a lot of things if he was willing to put the effort in. But, like, you can see it bores him. Like, at the Garbage Man's Ball, he's talking to Dick Barone. And Dick Barone says something about, like, having to work the ins and outs. And for a second, Tony gets kind of excited. He's right. like, oh, what are the ins and outs? And Dick's like, paperwork and shit. And Tony's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck. it just bores the shit out of him. Well, and, and the It's guy, disappointing. You yeah, know? So,
1: so would you say that at the Garbage Man's Ball, he actually has a boredom attack? <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> he might, actually.
1: Because that guy's yelling about, like, he got it through the transfer station at 3,000 tons or something. He's yeah. Like, he's like, like, I mean, I've been so aggressively bored with something before that I've been like, I can't stay in this room. It's right. so aggressive. Oh, like- me too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's- <laughs> That's
1: just how many of our listeners have experienced this so <laughs>
0: before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope no one's passing out. Listen, yeah. Do not be driving while you're listening to yeah, this podcast. Exactly. Because you might have some kind of panic attack. Um, it's, uh. Wh- I mean, what what do you think? Of- we haven't really talked about Melfi too much, but what do you think of the shark? Analogy that, that she brings up, you know? I think
1: it's sort of. I, I think it makes sense. I mean, alexithymia is like a real thing, and she sort of explains it. Mm-hmm. But basically, like the like um, the idea of alexithymia is that someone, it, you know, they they have they continue to do things because it keeps their mind off of everything else, of everything else, off of actually like reflecting on what they've done. Yeah, and um, because I heard that word. Mm-hmm. Um, on The Sopranos. And then I asked my mom about it because <clears throat> she's a head shrinker. Right. And basically it just means that, like, people can't live with themselves so they keep doing terrible things. Right. Because it keeps their mind off of it. Because it's just all excitement. That's what it is. Right. And, and that's sort of, like, how his attention span is in terms of, like, accomplishing things. But it's also, like, why, you know, like Pussy says to Chrissy when when Chrissy first caps email – he says <laughs> he says the more you do the easier it'll be right and that's because there's it's just more and more distraction like you can't go back like if you, I think that if they stopped killing people right if any one of them stopped having this mentality um, then they they wouldn't be able to live with themselves and I feel like that's why like witness protection is something that's like very difficult that's something that Tony like could never do. Mm -hmm. It's not just an honor thing. I think, I think that he really can only function like this. And I think that deep down, even in his, even in his subconscious, I think that he knows that, um, that he just like wouldn't survive. He'd be very, very depressed and upset, you know? And like, and also it's, it's so obvious that all of this stuff comes from his life.
0: Yeah. I was going to say there. I think he's like on top of, yeah, you're right, but I, I think just even on top of that, it's also that he's like Livia's son, which doesn't, which just adds to it. And so he just hates himself. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, she's the ultimate narcissist, and and he's her son, and uh, and I think he just grew up always hearing like, "What's the point?" And really, like, that's you know, true. Uh, yeah. And what know? is the point? And what is exactly? That's I mean, the that, thing. that's
1: the thing. It's like I, like you and I both know how to use a lot of buttons. <laughs> Exactly, And it's not going to matter because this civil is this civilization is going to end. That's true. This world will end. And, you know,
0: I mean, President Trump is going to ruin everything. (laughs) uh, (laughs) What do you mean? It's going to be great. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's true. That's why I think it's like a a universal thing at the same time. You know, there's a scene in uh, the second to last episode, actually, in in the Blue Comet, where uh, there's a shooting outside the Bing. And everyone runs outside and they're watching the guy in the motorcycle. Like the guy in the motorcycle
1: gets hit by the car, hit by car, which is just an excellent touch. I it, think.
0: It, yeah. And and then they just kind of go back to what they're doing, you know, but I think that.
1: Well, they run it. Don't they run inside? Because
0: I think someone says, let's get back inside at some point. Right. Um, But but anyway, I mean, they're all everyone's, you know. Melfi talks about how she can't give up Tony because it's like watching a train wreck, where like you right. you are appalled, but you can't look away. Totally, and uh, I think it's just because like those moments, like just they give us a little jolt to the system, and it's kind of like you know, like they do. They, Man, there's we, so many themes happening kind of here. Yeah. Well, and um, also,
1: yeah, and and actually, speaking of you know themes like this, I think that what Olivia says to to Janice in the first season. Hmm. um, like she says, like, you couldn't stand it here. You could never stand yourself. Yeah. It's like the first thing that Livia says to Janice when she comes back be- when she's still Pravati and she right. comes back.
0: And Oh, interesting. Yeah. It just
1: cuts so deep. But like I think but that no- of none of them can like Livia certainly can't stand herself. Right. First of all. She's just like and I think that's why she's so dysfunctional is she's just like in her brain, she's not out murdering people. She'd probably be better off in yeah. certain ways. Right. You know, she'd probably be a lot happier. But, like, that's how Jan and Tony are. And maybe yeah. that, maybe that's why Jan is stirring up so much shit, because she just can't sit still.
0: Yeah, that's true, actually. She
1: needs to feel like she's going somewhere. Like, you know, I think, that, I think that if Jan didn't feel that way, if she wasn't like Tony in that way, then she'd be able to, like, be okay with just kind of sticking it out and having, like, a cute house with Richie. Yeah. And not. Telling Richie to kill her brother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is like she sort of, in a way, already kind of has enough, you know? So it doesn't just apply to Tony, this idea that you just can't sit still. I think it's universal, and I think, you know, there's multiple uh, examples throughout the episode of ways people just distract themselves. You know, like when Tony first goes to see Mink, he's like, you know, did he watch the game last night? And Tony makes the joke about, like, needing the cigar, um, and then in that final scene when agent right. Harris shows up, they, they bring up the nets. Like, do you watch the game last night? And then Tony like, goes to the bathroom and jerks off. <laughs> right. yes. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's that guy, Williams. It's, I, yeah. I right. was going to mention that. Yeah. They, uh, it's just, there's a million little ways that we, you know, we, we get on rides, we watch games, we do drugs. We, uh, like, you know, we all fuck our secretaries, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah. um, I don't even have a secretary and I fuck. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, there's just, it's 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 not just tony i think i think that it's true about the whole the shark analogy and yeah. th- there's a nice touch where he's drawing the fishbowl at the office too which i think is kind of interesting um uh, and um, again my that, my own fishbowl my own fishbowl yeah um but i think this is something like you know i'm watching this series, watching the series now and then just thinking about the ending and how we're gonna get to that and talk about it and i think that you know, someday <laughs> some, eventually someday we'll get to it but i think that um you know, even this kind of plays into that a little bit, where, like, just day by day, it's just it's just a series of moments. Some of them are exciting, some of them aren't. Right. Um, And we just kind of complain about it the whole way, how it's never enough, and then once it's about to be taken away from you, it's like, well, no, 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 I need more time. I love this stuff. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. these are the days that Tony will look back on and, and remember as the good times, quote-unquote. Right, totally. And, but he hates it at, right now.
1: He hates it, and also, I mean, I think that this is... I mean, I think that this is a really important episode, not just that it's a great exploration of some mm-hmm. of these characters and and, you know, how Tony like I mean, this is adversity for Tony. I know he's is, right? is doing yeah. something boring. Right. Um, but like, you know, just how he how he deals with that is really interesting. But I think that this is it, this is an important episode because, you know, maybe first watching the series, I mean, because when I first saw the series, I actually started at like season six mm-hmm. because like my friends were watching it in college. Yes. And I, you were there. I remember that. Actually. I didn't even, I hated you back yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, um, but like, I was just like, sure, I'll sit and watch this. And like, everybody has to shut up while this happens, you know, like <laughs> that's the original, everyone shut up. show. Yeah, exactly. Now it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Back then, yeah. Yeah. And then it, but it was lost for a while. That's and now true, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but basically, uh, I, so I, I started at the end of, at the beginning of season six.
0: Yeah, I kind of remember that actually. 6B, yeah. right? right?
1: And um, so I knew that like he was you know he's a, he's, a, he's a prick to the end as they say, right You know what I mean. But maybe and, and shout us out on Twitter. tell us what you think about this. Like maybe if I was watching this like in sequence for the first time, I would be kind of thinking like, is, is, is Tony gonna like really stay on this? Does he ever actually have second thoughts and like mm-hmm. think about quitting the mafia? Um, right. think about retiring or like staying away from this because he gets his share of scares. You know what I mean? He
0: does. And
1: basically in every possible way throughout the course of the show, whether it be his children or his wife, you know, it's like every he he he's risking everything all the time. Yes. And, you know, maybe I would be wondering how he's going to handle that. But like maybe this episode would be like the confirmation that, no, there's just not there's like nothing else that he can do. Yeah. He's just he's stuck. This is it. Yeah. This is it. This is all he all he can function at properly. Right. You know what I mean? And, and aside from being really good at it, you know, because we've talked about that a lot. But, yeah. you know, I just really think that, um, you know, given that, I think that it makes a lot of room for us to just be like, okay, well, now that we know that Tony is immovable, mm-hmm. what else can happen? Right. Because, like, he has to kind of, like, weather every storm because we now know after this episode that there's nowhere else for him to go. No, He yeah. can't handle it. And I think that the show is really coming into its own <laughs> <laughs> because it. of that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, really, he would have to change so much. And that's just, it's just too much work. You know, I mean, like, they don't want to do work. <laughs> and <laughs> fuck just, it, right? <laughs> it, 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 I mean, and also, does it mean anything in the end? Like, no. you know, who knows? I, I mean, I, I... he
1: is, I mean, does he believe in going to hell? I mean, in I spirit, wonder, maybe. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't. He truly couldn't care less. I don't I think,
0: think he cares at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, As I Carmela says, does. he couldn't give a
1: flying fuck or something yeah. about God. <laughs> I, th-
0: I, I, I mean, I think like Livia. I think he just thinks like, nope. This is all just this is it. This is just a big nothing. It doesn't right. matter. I'm sure he even uses that to justify things a little bit too. Like, well, we're all gonna die someday. Like, why can't I just like we'll just do fucking, whatever the fuck I want? We're just idiots all the time. in a petri dish. Yeah, exactly. LOL. I killed you. Um, we barely talked about Melfi, but briefly, she. Is in the same kind of predicament here, where it's the same shit every day. How's she going to deal with it? Well, she uses alcohol to deal with it, and yet and me too. And same. And beyond that, as she says, it's it's a car accident, it's a train wreck, it's it's this disaster that she can't look away from because really, it just like it's an it just gives her days like some kind of meaning, you know? You know, it's totally true. Um, but but so we. We'll talk about that at some point. We'll have a Melfi centric episode. How about that? Um, but let's talk about the last please, scene. Please,
1: can, can we please not? <laughs> okay.
0: But that last scene, um, what, maybe oh, that's one of my favorite endings to the series, probably. It's like, ever.
1: It's, it's like you had to hold a fart for like the whole 50 minutes, and yes. then you get to that last scene and, it's and you, just you like, shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you shit your pants. It's just like you're, oh, it, that scene. And, it, and it's pretty clear when he, you know, you're watching him with the shoe polisher. Yes. And then he does it on his arm and the look on his face. And you're like, oh, yeah. with <laughs> Just like with him. I love it. It brings yeah. me so much joy to watch yes, that.
0: Agreed. Um, I, I love everything about it. I right. just love that it's just the, the gang all together. It's just like everyone hanging out in the neighborhood. It reminds me, it, again, it reminds me of the final scene a little bit, too. Because like everyone in that room in the back of Satrials is doing some form of of distraction like right. pussy's looking at porn which is fantastic <laughs> yeah, he's, know, and he's right? showing furio who like barely understands english <laughs> yeah, exactly. like yeah oh, look check out this porn uh chris and hesh i believe are playing poker or the, playing some kind of card they're, game they're probably playing uno something yeah uh paul uh paulie and silvio talking about moisturizer swiss basics moisturizer. right so food porn games like all skincare the right all the different <laughs> just distractions that we do and uh and, yeah, I just kind of think about the diner scene from the last episode where, like, you know, they, they show shots of people eating. They show shots of people kind of cuddling in the booth. They show shots of the two guys playing the game, you know, playing right, that, like, right. the claw game. It's it's just all different ways to distract themselves from something. Hopefully, just something might happen. Maybe. Please let something happen. Right. I mean? and And
1: I agree that, you know, people are just trying to distract themselves. Like, I think the members-only yeah. guy goes in the bathroom to jerk off. I think so, too. <laughs> I think yeah. that that's what it's about.
0: He has perv written all over his forehead. Yeah,
1: the only the yeah. only type of <laughs> the only type of shooting that happened was in that stall. <laughs> you <know>? That's
0: excellent. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and so it's really just, it's just waiting for a moment of something to happen is really what life yeah. is. You know, it's a straight line, and then every once in a while, there's a spike up or a spike down, yeah. and either way, it's exciting. It's like, oh my God, something's finally happening. And in right. this case, it's the car accident outside. And it, it just brings everyone together.
1: And Chris, and Tony loves it. He goes, go tell him they're yeah. no speeding in the name of it. And exactly. he's like, yes. He's so <laughs> pumped about it. And, um, you know, I also wanted to mention the giant hug he gives Chrissy. I mean, Chrissy was convalescent, so that's important. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's not too happy with Chrissy most of the time.
0: Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. And he's so happy to see him. We find out that Chrissy's also beat his the gun charge. So I guess he just got away with killing Sean, which is, or, uh, yeah, Sean, yeah um there's how a brief line that's, that's, about that that's
1: what i always wonder about like the same i mentioned the same thing with when uh when when you know boys to men went after uh tony in season one
0: how he just beat it yeah how he
1: had a gun under his 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 driver's seat or something
0: they don't they pay a little bit of lip service to that at some point but they right? don't mention the just, cops yeah i i just don't think it was a show that was concerned with like you know like the whole cat and mouse game between the fbi like obviously they're, they bring in characters like pussy and adriana to be rats and like right. show the stress of that but i don't think it was a show that was like too worried about like you know forensics at a crime scene and yeah. how you know what i mean it just wasn't that they weren't concerned about
1: it basically. well we're gonna get we're definitely gonna get into that stuff more with the fbi and i, Some, I yeah. love that agent harris shows up with his new partner just to introduce him i know yeah it's just like it's, this is this guy's gonna be helping me try to get you
0: <laughs> it's like yeah cool like It's just what they're doing, though. It's like. It brings excitement for both of them, really. Yeah. Agent Harris
1: likes his job. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. He's not necessarily like. It's just. I think that it just sheds a lot of light on their relationship. Yes. And on the fact that, like, we are all just passing the time until we die. Exactly. And Agent Harris, like, on some level,. Kind of, he's like kind of down he thinks of, like he thinks of tony as sort of a co-worker you i know think I so mean? yeah and it's like we'll, it's like a basketball team that faces off or something right
0: yeah yeah and we'll certainly see uh, uh as we approach the final season in five or six years uh that relationship only grows, grows stronger president um, trump
1: will be on his second term <laughs> can't wait <laughs>
0: um yeah it's it's just a, it's a weirdly happy scene <laughs> you know it's, it's kind not of like, i mean
1: uh, it's not weird to me i love it, it feels I love it too. so yeah. good
0: and you know
1: hearing Syl going over and yelling at this dude Mm -hmm. and Furio backing him up in Italian. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh,
0: it's great. yeah. Yeah. And then my favorite little detail is, of course, when the FBI shows up, you know, everyone stays outside except for big puss. Um which I used to think was more symbolic I, I was always like
1: yo that's actually a really good point I did think it was more symbolic like he's not with them right but now too, that I you mentioned like, that the FBI shows up and then he leaves yeah of
0: course he's gonna, he has to walk away like, <laughs> like what if they out, like hey puss what's up like you know, we heard you talking to Skip you know yeah, like, yeah exactly
1: <laughs> like Skip says hi
0: yeah I used to always think I was like oh that's so deep like everyone stays outside except for pussy but I was like yo, oh, no the FBI is there I thought the same
1: thing that's actually a really it's, good point
0: it's way simpler than I thought yeah.
1: well we're gonna deal with that we got, we got a hell of a couple of episodes we do. coming up yes we should probably take four or five months off yeah
0: we'll see you guys uh come election we'll be back election yeah. tuesday yeah exactly <laughs> um, all right that wraps it up for house arrest one of our favorite episodes um, definitely one of our favorites one of yes and next week is what the next two actually i i love both of them um, they're all our favorite episodes. i guess basically. so yeah one of our top 86 episodes yeah. is uh, house arrest so we'll be back next week to talk about the knight in white satin armor, which I'm very excited to talk about. Good lord. Um, we'll hear a little bit of uh, our old friend Annie Lennox next week, I think, right? <sighs> um, yeah. just
1: throwback to the old days of the, the NFZ podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so once again, thank you for listening. Subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at NoFuckingZD, uh I am us on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, send us a postcard in the mail.
1: Put us in your MySpace top eight, will <laughs> you? Yes, please, please
0: do. Uh, and we will catch you next time. That's a new thing I'm saying.
1: Are, you, are we going to catch them next time? I think so. I think they should try and catch us next time. I guess time. that's
0: what it is, really. Catch yeah. us next time. <laughs> same <laughs> time, same place. Roughly midnight on Sunday, depending on how fast we get it during, <laughs>
1: At some point during your workday so that you don't have a rash on Monday. <laughs> exactly. You know?
0: All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself.